0: Warning, Kind of Murdery contains adult themes, explicit language, and descriptions of violence. It is not suitable for anyone, and we recommend you stop listening now.
1: Hey everybody, Zevin here. You're about to hear my interview with television writer and producer Laura Jackman, and she's going to tell you an incredible story from her own life, a story of teenage hijinks, lust, and vampire wannabes in the American Midwest. But before we get started, I wanted to share with you that Laura is an active member of the Writers Guild of America, and the Writers Guild is on strike right now. So out of respect to her and the striking writers, I want to make a couple things clear. First, this interview was recorded in September 2022, long before the writers' strike began on May 2nd of this year. And second, Kind of Murdery stands in solidarity with the writers and wishes them well. And with that, let's start the show. I'm Zevin Odelberg, and this is Kind of Murdery. Please join me as we uncover what truths we can and solve what mysteries we may. Kinda murderies. Ohio High School Vampire Party with Laura Jackman starts now. Hey everybody, I'm stoked because I have a phenomenal human with me here today. She's a woman whose craft and ability is frankly luminescent a true triple threat, a playwright, a video game writer, a television writer, known for such projects as the Tiger King-inspired Peacock series Joe vs. Carol, Grace and Frankie, Get Shorty, Walking Dead video games, Minecraft Story Mode, and so much more. Honestly, she has so many impressive credits that I would have mouth by the time I ended up listing them all. A true tower of talent, Laura Jackman is here. Hey, Laura, how you doing?
0: Hey, good, how are you?
1: i am well i am well thank you so much for uh joining me here today
0: happy to be here
1: all right well let's let's hop right into it you know this show is called kind of murdery and one of the things i like to do and if you're willing is there a kind of murdery story from the life of the real life of laura jackman that you could share (laughs) with us
0: there is there is um so i grew up in shaker heights Ohio which is, you know, like a suburb of, of Cleveland. So it's Northeast Ohio, relatively city-y suburb But a lot of Ohio is not like that. A lot of Ohio is, you know, cow country or mm-hmm. middle of nowhere or, mm-hmm. you know, not so much going on. So this is in the late 90s, I'd say. I don't remember if I was a freshman or a sophomore. And uh, I had a crush on a goth barista named Gabe. Who worked at the coffee shop at the booksellers at Pavilion Mall. R.I.P. booksellers.
1: By the way, I feel like you're doing the voiceover (laughs) for the very opening scenes of a Wonder Years-esque television show about your own life. As soon as you said, I had a crush on a goth barista named Gabe, I'm like, I am so there for for this show.
0: I don't think tonally this could end up on Wonder Years, but. We're going to do our best. Um, So uh, I found out that Gabe was going to be at a Halloween party thrown by mutual friends. And like friends is sort of in quotation marks. So I Mm -hmm. had a lot of friends who were a few years older than me because my sister As are most
1: things in middle school. Oh, yeah. Right?
0: Oh, yeah. So my sister was, you know, she was either a junior or senior. I, I was a freshman or sophomore. Um,
1: okay, so early high school. Yeah, early high school.
0: Not quite as scandalous, right? But I was fundamentally, you know, a dork. You're, in the 90s, you're like drinking the top inch off, for parents who did drink, right? You're drinking the top inch off of their liquor bottles. Oh, yeah. You're smoking the ditchiest of ditch weed, um, it, you know yes <laughs> you're I, from yeah, california exactly. so maybe you're oh i know and i'm uh, well but... no
1: because i'm from uh, i'm from the middle of the woods cow country california yeah. so i'm right yeah. there with you yeah i mean my, so, maybe our weeds a little better but the rest of that is spot I on i would
0: hope so i don't know the origin <laughs> of that stuff but turkey it was not great. yeah it was not yeah. great um so we found out that that gabe was gonna be at this party and this party was out in hinkley ohio middle of nowhere right you can know you can tell from the name hinkley um this this senior i think he was a senior at that point so he was gonna be there and i was like okay so somebody we know is going to be there the party was thrown i think i'm going to use their regular names because i don't know their last names right party was thrown by this older couple so they were probably like what 24 named david and michelle
1: yeah i mean of course i was immediately picturing like blue hairs in their 70s when you said older couple because now i'm 40. even
0: wilder (laughs) (laughs) but the thing about david and michelle was that they had a certain reputation as real life vampires and let me explain that so wow
1: i am loving this by the way (laughs) you get so many so many brownie points for bringing the real life vampire high school turkey claw weed story to the show so i hung
0: out with a certain crowd um They were famous because they had been featured in a book, an actual published book that I remember reading in the aisles at Borders Books, RIP Borders Books. Um, Mm. And I don't remember the name of the book. I don't remember. But it was sort of like, these people are part of a community of people who believe that they are vampires. And what that means is, is that they do ritualistically drink blood from each other and I was like oh my god we're gonna go to a vampire's Halloween party I'm down this is this is great we're gonna do this did
1: your parents know that this is where you were going
0: (laughs) certainly not certainly not so my sister at the time I don't remember why she didn't want to go or maybe she had stuff to do but she was mad that I was going out and at the time we shared one pair of combat boots between us remember it was the 90s
1: but you both had to wear them because that was your style, <laughs> each of you. And was your sister older yeah. or younger?
0: Older. two 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 and a half years older.
1: So basically, you stole her combat boots. That would be her position on I this, I imagine. I asked politely.
0: I said, mm. I want to wear the boots tonight. And she said, no. And I said, why not? You're staying in. I'm going out. I want the boots. They were from Nine West, by the way. These were not like docks. These were forty nine ninety five. You know what I mean? Right.
1: right you right, could right. sort
0: of play them off as combat boots but they were like just boots leather boots um
1: yeah
0: i our rooms our bedrooms were across the hall from each other and as i was sort of haranguing her i had my hand sort of on the outside edge of her door frame as i was yelling Mm -hmm. at her she was like fine i'll give you the boots and she slammed her door (sniffs) sort of having that torque effect of several of my fingers in the door. So it like pulled the skin away from the nails, I screamed, oh, yeah, it was not great.
1: It, was it, did you, were your fingers in the crack? They were or? in the crack.
0: So it was oh, like the door Oh my gosh, scraped you're lucky and, they
1: didn't get severed off.
0: I mean, well, they weren't quite that far in, but it hurt like hell. Um, oh my
1: God, yes. Oof. I was
0: screaming and crying, whatever. Oof. But of course I was like, I still want to go to this party. You know, right. I'm 14 or 15, I want to go to this party. Right, you're um, gonna
1: just gonna take a lot more than losing a few fingers to stop you from going to the real life vampires Halloween blood drinking in party in Ohio.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So
1: you know, Isn't I iced wonderful.
0: it, told my mom I'm fine, I'm fine. I put on the combat boots, and the plan was we were gonna go over to our friend Tony Barry's house, who was also an incredibly cool goth, because her mom was chill. And, we and were, were you gonna... goth
1: at this point? Were you like makeup and and Pouting and the whole deal.
0: (laughs) I was not all the way, but I was. Oh, God. You have to remember, this is a time when, like, I mean, you were the same age. So um, I definitely was on my first day of freshman year. I had bleached my hair blonde over the summer, which infuriated my father. I was wearing long fake nails that I had painted black. I was wearing this, I was wearing like all black flare. You know, I was in all black, whatever. I didn't do like the pale makeup because I'm pretty pale to start with. Yeah, I don't need much That's help.
1: already applied naturally by God. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs>
0: but no, my, <laughs> I mean, my freshman year yearbook pick, I'm wearing like copper lipstick. I mean, it's hideous. <laughs> it's hideous.
1: It's funny because I, I mean, I must have met you sophomore year or something. <sighs> then Because to me, you look like you have not aged a day. You look exactly as it's I recall you in college. <laughs>
0: very kind of you um uh yeah i uh i wanted to be seen as older i wanted to be seen as mature and i thought that all black would help with that you know and having crushes on goth baristas um so we get to tony's house and the plan is like we're gonna borrow her clothes because she had cooler goth clothes than we did
1: she had the full wednesday adams in the closet
0: whole thing the ripped fishnets the fishnet gloves the black lipsticks the all this stuff nice so we, we get all dressed up, and the plan was, is uh, the cover story was, we're sleeping over at her house, but in reality, we're going to go out to this party that's an hour away.
1: You know, it's funny because, as you say, the plan was, we're sleeping at her house. It makes me think of Stranger Things and how <laughs> these kids are like busy saving the world and almost dying on a daily basis, and the parents are just so blissful. Blissfully oblivious oh, yeah. to what's actually going on. Oh, yeah. Fast forward to now, where everyone—at least everyone I know, including my wife and I—are some version of a helicopter parent who practically has like an elf on the shelf, like glued into their children's clothing, and oh, yeah. um, not. But oh, yeah. but it may, but it makes me think like Stranger Things is a lot more accurate than I think it is watching as a parent because you're absolutely right. When we were kids, you could just be like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to blah blah blah. blah. I'll be back. And they'd be like, okay, bye.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and you you know, as a teenage girl, you had to get so creative because you couldn't kiss boys um, at the parents' house, right? So you quickly learned, you were like, well, if it's the winter, there's a a (laughs) little, uh, what do you call, a little gazebo at the nature center that they Mm. can't see from the road. Or there is this church parking lot that you can go and park at. Yeah, and your parents are just kind of like, did you have a nice time? And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, going upstairs. Uh Uh-huh, everything's fine.
1: It's so funny that you mentioned that because, yes, absolutely, we had our own gazebos. It was actually duck blinds at the nature preserve. There was a bird sanctuary that was actually, of course, the water treatment plant. And that was one of the few places you could go walking with someone and eventually achieve a modicum of privacy. So I I love how... (laughs) You know, here I am, California. You're in Ohio, but we're the same age and had roughly the same childhood. It yes. sounds like so that's yes. wonderful, even Absolutely. with the gender difference and everything. Else.
0: Absolutely. And <laughs> usually, I got caught at almost everything, but this party, I did not get caught. So uh, we drive the hour out to Hinckley. It's cold, right? Because in Ohio, often it's it's snowing the week right, of, it's freezing of ass, Halloween, Midwest. Yeah. So we drive out there, and we get to what is a pretty normal. Suburbany house, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of walk in, and so I did know four total people there. Right, I knew Tony, I knew my friend Cat, I knew this other guy who was the mutual friend, and I I knew Gabe a little bit. Right. Although I think Gabe was like not there for a big chunk of the party, so it's an immediate disappointment when your crush does not show right. at the place right. they're supposed to right.
1: be. Gabe the Babe was Gabe absent. the Babe,
0: with his long black hair, um. So, you know, I'm trying to hang at this party. I am historically unable to hang. Um that has been <laughs> just the story. I mean, the number of college stories <laughs> I could tell you about trying to punch above my weight and just um
1: just be cool and chill <laughs> and hang yeah, just it's hard.
0: The number of blunt passing competitions with 10 dudes passing four blunts around and me being like, "I can hang." <laughs> and then falling asleep in a pizza place uh, uh, and being escorted home by kind souls. Um, c- oh, cannot hang. So I quickly realized, oh, everyone's drinking at this party. And I was still, you know, nervous and 14 or 15. But I was like, oh, but they do have something that is liquor, but not, which is blackberry brandy, right? Which is mm. any of those things. It's like Kool-Aid with alcohol in it. So I start drinking right. blackberry brandy. Um I am not long for this party because yeah. two things. No, happen. all that
1: sugar. Whew.
0: All that yeah. sugar. All the, you know, probably empty stomach. You know, there's like mm-hmm. Cheetos at the party, something like that. Um, uh, I check their fridge because I'm looking for something that's not blackberry brandy to drink, and I check the freezer. And in the freezer, <laughs> again, I'm sure that this is like. You know, some pretentious, you know, because they're vampires, right? They right. literally had blood <laughs> in the freezer. They like had ba- like bags of blood, Ziploc bags, labeled oh. frozen, you know. Obviously, like now that I'm older, I can be like, oh, this is like this affectation of theirs that this is not like.
1: It's pretty horrifying, though. Either any way you slice it, whether it's an affectation or not. I mean, you're like, I'm looking for a non-alcoholic drink, and my options are type O negative or AB positive. Yeah, great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so that was unsettling. Uh, and then Tony, because this is pre-cell phone, right? So Tony, we've been at the party a little while. Tony calls her mom to check in. Except Tony's mom says, hey, so Laura's mom called. She's worried about her because remember. By the way, I'm in some stupid all black ensemble plus a massive bandage around three of my fingers because they got slammed and in the door. And you're
1: 14 years old, basically. Maybe I mean, 15, a yeah. Kid. And
0: I'm okay. young. I'm young. So Tony's, Tony's mom is like, uh, her mom is gonna pick her up at midnight, and we were like, fuck, oh my god, we're an hour away in Hinckley. And it's already like 1030.
1: So did Tony's mom know that you guys were at the party? I mean, you were supposed to be chill. at Tony's house. But they're... Okay, Tony's parents were cool.
0: They Got were it. chill. They were chill. They knew the whole deal. They knew the deal. And, and, you know, she was a couple years older than I was. So they were chill.
1: Ironically... You know, the chill parents make me feel like you guys were much safer than I felt a moment ago. Like, even though other parents might disapprove, the fact that there were a set of adults that actually knew
0: where you guys were and what you were up to, like, few. (laughs) 100%. By the way, your audio has gotten, not mine, but your audio has gotten weirdly distorted.
1: Oh, you know, I think I, um... I think that I was just getting excited and leaning forward and moved away from my mic. Is no, that better? No, but it's
0: still, it's like buzzy. I oh. didn't know if that was, I wanted to warn you. Okay.
1: Well, the good news is most of the worthwhile things being said are being said by you <laughs> yeah. and I can always ADR this uh, is my own stuff. So this let's just keep okay. going along. This is a wonderful story, by the way. I have to say, <laughs> I mean, you're a, you're such an accomplished storyteller. I suppose I should have had, you know massive expectations, but you've just <laughs> blown me away with how incredible this story is. I was not expecting like real life frozen Ohio vampires with refrigerators full of blood, f- severed fingers. This, I mean, this is, couldn't get any better or any more murdery. So just please, classic Ohio,
0: childhood. You, f-
1: you find out you're about to get uh, <laughs> caught by your mom for being at the vampire coven. Got yes. it.
0: So, All of a sudden, we're making the calculus, which is it's going to take an hour to get home. She's picking me up at midnight. It's already like, you know, 1030 something. Right. And just at this point was when Gabe arrived. And very quickly, it turned into, you know, they were going to, a bunch of people were going to go out and play. I don't know if, you know, now it's something that you would call LARPing, right? At the time, it might have just been- We're gonna... Which is
1: live-action role-playing for anyone who's actually cool listening Indeed. to this.
0: So maybe it was even like there is like a The Vampire LARP, or maybe it was something more casual than that.
1: Probably Anne Rice. If this was the 90s, I'm sure it was Anne Rice related, Definitely. I would guess.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I was like heartbroken because Kat was like, no problem. I'll drive you back, and then I will drive back to the party. Because when you're like 17- Yeah, when you're 17 in Ohio, it's like you have nothing else to do, right? Then drive 40 miles and then 40 miles again. Right. Um, So I'm like saying my goodbyes and I'm super bummed because my crush just got there, but nothing's going to happen. I'm also like, again, 14.
1: (laughs) So what? And and by the way, have you, up to this point, have you had any interactions with Gabe that have made (laughs) you optimistic about your your prospects here? Or is it just pure fantasy that somehow he was going to sweep you up into his uh, undead arms and vampire kiss you into the night?
0: I feel like there had been several run-ins at the bookstore where it's like, you know how when you're a teenager and you encounter someone and you order a drink and they're nice to you, you're like, we have a connection. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, and I think I did ask for his number. Like, I think I did have his number. So, it wasn't completely based on false hope. There was something. So,
1: so Laura, I think when you say when you're a teenager, you're saying that because (laughs) you're a woman. I just want to give you a little insight into the male psyche. Please. The way we work is anytime any female is even remotely polite to you speaks smiles says hello you're like oh my god she loves me she wants me bad so men never grow out of that false hope presumption phase which is why so many of us are like weird creepy jerks because we're like oh if you treat me like a human being you must be in love with me because i only treat people that i'm in love with like human beings so
0: uh yeah (laughs) accurate accurate um So, you know, I I was in love with him and who knows, I I will never know how Gabe really felt. Well, something does happen that will give you some indication, but, um, so I'm saying my goodbyes at this party. I'm drinking blackberry brandy and David, remember David, one of the vampires,
1: one of the real life vampires,
0: one of the real life vampires. Mm -hmm. So another thing I had found out was that they have an open relationship now in 2022, I know more people who are like that's our deal, and I'm like go with God. That's great that works for you. Have fun with that. Um, back in the 90s, this was not a this was not really a thing that I necessarily understood or believed or whatever.
1: Even now, I I think it rarely works right. out. I mean, I, one of those doors is usually far more open than the other one. Let's put that it that way.
0: Seems to be the case again for folks who it works for. Great, awesome. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so David starts. Chatting me up and saying, uh, "It's that sucks. Like we just got to, you know, we're getting to know you, and I'm so sorry you have to leave the party. And I'm so you that man, that hand, that looks really bad. That's so bad.
1: That must have given you some goth street cred. the the, the injury, the bandages.
0: I mean, you would think, but you're ju- you just look like you're wrapped in toilet paper <laughs> when your bandage up so. so,
1: by the way, is David how? One Is he underage like you, or is he a full-on adult
0: chatting you up? He's a full-on adult. Again, it's the 90s, right? So what I'm about to tell you can be cushioned a little by the fact that it is the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, But what David does when he says, oh, let me hug you goodbye, is instead he goes for a full, open-mouthed kiss, right? And in my shock... I drop the glass of blackberry brandy, which shatters all over the suburban basement floor, which in retrospect Oof. is a very good defense mechanism when you're like, I'm being kissed by a vampire. And that's yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I'm and not a, and traumatized by a vampire
1: by this. pedophile, sort yeah, of, it's at least hilarious. by our standards today. I yeah, mean,
0: it's hilarious. Um,
1: maybe it's because I grew up then, but I don't feel <laughs> like the 90s was that long ago. And like, he shouldn't have been open mouth kissing a 15 year old girl in the basement. I
0: don't disagree with you. I do not (laughs) disagree with you. Hence my shock. Right. Right. But also I got my revenge because some of the broken glass got him. And also I think I ruined his vampire pants a little bit because blackberry brandy stains.
1: (laughs) Nice. And, and you might've piqued Gabe's interest even more if, you know, if word got out that the host vampire was slobbering. Was into me. Yes. Was
0: into the 15 year old. So, um, you know, we leave. Cat and I leave. We drive back home. I'm weirdly exhilarated because I did sneak out to a party. Uh, get home, never get caught. My mom picks me up at midnight. Suspects nothing. Never the wiser. She never found That's out. Amazing. About it. But so, then Monday at school, I find out after I left, Gabe hooked up with my friend Tony. <laughs> and I wait. Just the died friend a that,
1: that you went there with explicitly <laughs> to try to get with Gabe. Yes. That B.
0: I know. I was, I was very sad. But also, she was so cool. I They had matching clothes and hair. I could not So them.
1: did you just kind of feel like it was inevitable? Like, were you mad at Tony about this? Or were you just like, ah, she always gets the boys?
0: Oh, not really. You're just, you're semi-heartbroken. And then you're like, what about that boy in my English class? And you okay, just...
1: Okay, so, so you remained friends with Tony after this.
0: I did. And then she graduated. And then I stopped being a goth and... You know, but right. I'll always have that vampire party in Hinkley, Ohio.
1: That's an amazing story and amazing memory. I have to ask you now, as far as the, uh, the guy who open mouth kissed you all of a sudden, much <laughs> to your shock, do you, is that a traumatic memory or no. did it kind of make, it made no. the night even more awesome, I imagine, right? It,
0: so it's weirdly sort of in between where when you are 14 or 15, any person showing interest in you. When right. you're so full of, you're just like vibrating with like, will somebody like me? Will somebody, you know, any attention and wonder, is a little bit yeah. bolstering. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, yeah. I, it, it was not something that I could pretend to be cool with. And, right. then, and then instantly, and then instantly, even though he had been, oh my God, he's a vampire and he's so cool and this is his house party. Instantly, you're kind of like, oh, Mm, you're you're mm. one of those. So then right. he just stops being cool and then you just realize, Oh, you're just a creep. You're just a creep with a wife and blood right. in the freezer who tried to right. kiss me. Yeah.
1: Right. And I that's something I'm glad you were able to instantly realize that it speaks to your maturity and intelligence. <laughs> I feel like when I was in high school, there were always like the hot, cool, mature girl who was somewhere between like a junior or a senior who inevitably had, and again, like you said, the 90s, inevitably had like a 30 year old boyfriend who went to junior college and she was hot and cool, but he was such a loser um, Who this is an archetype that kept repeating in life. And you always want to say to those 15, 16 something year old girls like, look, He's with you because he literally cannot get women his own age. He lives in his mother's basement and he's fishing with dynamite because of what you just described, which is at that age, what did you say? You're, you're vibrating with somebody. (laughs) Please like, like say it again. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that was so spot on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the thing, right? No, it's a, it's a I,
0: horror I, story. You as a dad to you as a dad, that's a horror story to me right, as a girl. Right, no, absolutely I was like, This is this is this is a story. And that's the thing. I think even at that point, I was like, This whole night is just so wild. And again, nothing super you know, it's not like the plot of Book Smart, it's not like super bad. But for me, I was like, Well, this is as good as it gets.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, any kind of edgy experience like that that doesn't in ho- end horribly generally ends up being a good memory. Because, I mean, what are our lives but a collection of stories? You know, and what a fantastic story that is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to your point, as a father, I- I'm sitting here thinking, like, <laughs> some guy just put, some guy who drinks human blood <laughs> for fun just put his open mouth all over my daughter's face. yeah Like. yeah. Yikes. What a story. Wow. That was one of the best, if not the best (laughs) guest, Kind of Murdery story we have ever had on this show. I'm so glad. Laura, thank you so much for being here with me today. I've had such a blast. I know our listeners are going to really enjoy it. Like I said, that story you just told was off the charts good. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to connect with me here today on uh, Kind of Murdery.
0: You're so welcome. It was so much fun.
1: Awesome. For Laura Jackman, I'm Zevin Odelberg, and this has been Kinda Murdery.